Welcome everybody to Prospect New York State channel. My name is Mark Bittacore. We are joined today by Dominic Monticelli. We're going to let him introduce himself here in a minute. And uh, we look forward to uh, having a quick conversation about Prospect New York State, our mission and our vision. It means a lot having you here. And without further ado, Again, Dominic Monticelli, uh, happy to be here. Thanks for uh, having me. Um, been around high school football and, and college football my whole life. I'm uh, 40 years old right now. It's hard to believe, but I've uh, been around football since I was old enough to hold a, a uh, football ball bag for my father, Mike Monticelli, who coached for years at Caledonia Mumford. So I grew up around football, around the culture. Uh, I was fortunate enough to play in college football at UB. Uh, played four years there and then, uh, you know, um, went on to get into high school coaching at, uh, as head coach at Lions. And then was been an assistant for, uh, my, my good friend here and then brother, uh, Mark Viticor, who I consider my brother. So I'm looking forward to, uh, getting into this next, uh, chapter with Prospect New York. Really, I see this as a, um, it's another huddle, you know, it's, uh, we've, both of our lives. That's why we're sitting here on the microphone right now has been changed by football and the connections and the, the bonds we've made. So I see this as a next, uh, the next huddle to expand the huddle a little bit and to try to make a difference in lives of kids across New York state and to put New York state football where it belongs on the map and, uh, on an even playing field with all the other states around here. Let's talk a little bit about, um, your experience at, for your recruiting. When you were in high school, you won three straight, state championships. Mm -hmm. Tell us about how you were recruited and what your process was like. Yeah, I, I was fortunate in the sense that uh, I was in a winning program, played for my father, great coach. We had other great coaches. We had other really good players too. In the year ahead of me, we had a really, really good player, Wade Rocliffe, who was recruited by a lot of uh, Division One, one AA schools at that time, one AA. So that was already, I think my name was out there a little bit. They were looking at film. They saw me. I was a big kid, you know, um, always, I was always 6'3", had good size to me and decent feet. And, you know, that's what colleges are looking for as far as linemen. Good body, good size, good frame to put on weight, but also the good feet. So I feel like I had a decent um, skill set in that regard. I really, you know, I was this 18-year-old kid, so I wasn't, my eyes were opened up to, okay, what should I do? What, you know, where to, where to go? And who to tap into as far as resources. So I guess my recruiting process was kind of fortunate and blessed in that regard. I was in a great program with a great coach, and there was already some exposure with a kid ahead of me. So I think it was an easy, it was an easy transition. I think looking back on it, you know, um, I got, a, I had a couple offers from the one AA level and then uh, UB as well, you know, like Rutgers was looking at me and Wake Forest was looking at me. Um, but, I think there was kids around me like at Webster or at uh, Gates Chile where they were getting a little bit more um, publicity than I was, you know, and I wasn't at that time. I didn't really care as far as I'm not a big toot my own horn type of guy. So I'm not like, yeah, I'm better than you. And I'm going to, I think I'm going to Penn state, but you know, we played in the Eddie Meath game and you, you take that you're 18 year old kid and you, you're competitive. So, you know, I'd find myself getting into these one-on-ones and, uh, say, Hey, you know, I'm, I think I can, I can beat this you can kid. Hold your own. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We had a, another great athlete, uh, Scotty Nichols. He went out to uh, San Diego state. He was a stud, stud defensive end and uh, linebacker. So those are the type of things we were looking back at. Like, yeah, maybe if I was from a bigger school, I could have gotten more, more looks, so to speak, but that's why we're kind of motivated to, 
to work our, our tails off with this prospect New York thing is that uh, we want to level the playing field for kids that are maybe from small schools or maybe a kid that, uh, you know, they might not, they might be a tweener, you know, they might be a little too small for this position, a little too slow for this position, but they have the, the heart of a lion, you know. I can think of a kid I played with, a Mike Leach, back in the, the mid-90s in Caledonia. He was an absolute stud, uh, you know, just a huge heart. Uh, but he was, you know, 190. He's too too small for fullback, too slow for tailback. But, man, he was a, he was a gamer, you know. And I went, when I went to UB, we had kids there, and I wondered, hey, there's – why why is this kid here and why is Mike Leach not here? Yeah. You know, and I never could answer that question. Um because he, he should have been there. So I'm looking out again our our both of our goals with this project is uh how do we get those kids that are in betweeners that should belong somewhere? And how do we get those kids from a small school to get the same opportunity? And how do we get New York State to have the same opportunity these other states have because they have maybe uh better reputation. So how do we grow that? I agree. And so are you surprised at the reaction we've had so far on Twitter and on our website and just just the general engagement we've had so far? I guess I'm a, uh, surprised. I'm not terribly surprised because I know there's talent out there and I know the power of social media. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy, you know, that it's getting out there so fast uh, and we're, we're just getting started. So there's talent here. We know there's talent here. I know we've got a gold mine as far as talent in New York State that's just undervalued. So I am in, impressed, to your credit, uh, you know, Coach, with your talent as far as, you know, with social media and your efforts. It's more so it's kind of like in the football field. Yeah, there's talent, but you're, you're working your tail off to build this thing. So I appreciate that. Because of your work, this thing is starting to take off uh, quickly, and because of the talent out there that's getting exposed. Yeah, and I think you know we coach together now, and I think our our number one goal is to try to help our players, you know, realize their potential, maybe exceed their potential what mm-hmm. they thought they they could be. That's the same thing with this. We're not really looking for you know we're not looking to be the authority in this in this program. We're looking to try to shine a light on what's already happening. There's some great coaching in this state, all over the state, mm-hmm. at different levels, and um, our coaches don't get the recognition they deserve. And there's there's kids that get lost in the mix. Coaches get lost in the mix, and there's a lot. It's a, it's a big it's a big state. You know, it mm-hmm. covers a lo- long, a, a wide uh, um, area, and it's not easy to uh, get that uh, to, to recruit. So we're trying mm-hmm. to make it easier for everybody. Right. Right. And I, I would say that as well, you know, a, a simple connection between a kid and a college coach can change a life, right? And if it's got to be the right fit as well. So it doesn't have to be D1, so to speak, or get that offer. But, you know, some more exposure. Maybe a kid has an opportunity at one school or maybe he's got an opportunity at five schools to choose from. And he can make a choice to say, well, I've got my options, but this coach, I really feel like he's going to be a good mentor for me. He's going to really teach me what I need to know. So I, I look forward to that opportunity to get, uh, you know, young men opportunities and choices instead of just I'm going to go with the one, the one, uh, the one offer that I get or the one opportunity that I get. But it, it, again, also on to the note where, you know, there's so many kids that get lost in the shuffle, and it could be for various reasons. You know, it could be their coaches. For me, I was, uh, for example, I was. Uh, a new head coach at a high school when I was 24. Yeah. I didn't know my elbow from my rear end. So, um, 
you know, I didn't know the process. I didn't know NCAA requirements. I didn't know enough to help my kids enough at that time. You know, I had a couple of kids that could have played, you know, um, maybe D three, maybe D two. They needed maybe some, uh, they needed uh, grades, but I, I, I wanted to steer them, but I didn't know enough. So this, you know, prospect New York can be that resource for that coach to turn to, for that player to turn to, and for the parents to turn to, to say, hey, there's a great resource to help us in our journey, in our process, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, thank you for being here, Coach. Uh, we really appreciate you being here. Um, we look forward to having you on again as a co-host. You know, we'll have some college coaches on here. We'll have some future prospects. We'll have some former prospects, maybe some guys that have mm-hmm. played at a high level. And not just the best of the best. We're looking to talk to kids that, that want to play college football at ever, any level. Right. JUCO to D3 through D2. We're trying to help everybody out. Mm-hmm. And so thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Thank you, buddy. You got it. Welcome to the Prospect New York State Podcast. This is episode seven. I'm Mark Vitacor. We have a great episode coming up. Our podcast is brought to you in part by Vices, a Seattle-based company founded in 2014 by thought leaders in engineering, technology, and medicine. Our first product, the Zero One Football Helmet, is the result of three years and $30 million of development. It mitigates impact forces by deforming like a car bumper, yet it is as durable as any traditional helmet. Many of our investors are current and former players, including Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Roger Staubach. The Zero One was the top performing helmet in 2017 and 2018 NFL NFLPA testing. Players in 28 NFL teams, 120 top tier college programs, and over 1,200 high schools were the Zero One last year, including the NFL MVP, Super Bowl MVP, and both starting quarterbacks in the Pro Bowl. The Zero One has the widest field of view of any helmet available, giving performance advantages on the field. With a system that allows hassle-free custom fitting, 9 out of 10 players say the helmet fits better and is more comfortable than their previous helmet. Vices recently launched the Zero One Youth Helmet with protection and performance born from the Zero One, but optimized for kids and the game they play. We're excited to uh, share today's podcast with you guys. We've got a special guest over the phone. We're going to talk to Jake Skinner. He's a Fredonia tight end slash H-back, as you'll hear more about today. He just returned from Alabama, so that's a, a truly a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for him to be invited out to their, one of their spring practices, spend time with their coaches in film, in their film room, and uh, we're just uh, excited to hear from him and learn a little bit more about Jake, their program out at Fredonia. We're about to call Jake Skinner right now. Hey, Jake, it's Coach Vitacor over at Prospect New York State. How you doing? Hey, good. Tell us about your trip, man. We're, uh, we're all pretty excited over here, uh, seeing it from a distance. But, uh, you know, we just wanted to get your perspective on everything. It's got to be surreal. Yeah, it was amazing. The whole campus and everything was so awesome. Yeah, you spent the whole weekend there, didn't you? Yeah, we went down Friday and caught the baseball game and then spent the night in a hotel and then came over to the 10 30 in the morning the next day that's crazy we're there, we're there until almost five o'clock so tell us how did uh how did this all come about um coach flood the offensive line coach yep. um 
said that he used to live inside Long Island and then coached at Rutgers, mm-hmm. and he has people up here. And he said one day a person sent him film and he clicked on it, and his he said that uh, Jesus guy can play ball. He wanted to get me down there so you can see my measurables and everything to see if I was a real deal. Did you get the chance to uh, do any kind of uh, work with them, or was it just pretty much a visit? It was. Um, they took measurables, but it was more of a visit. It was, yeah. Height and weight and wingspan, that kind of thing? Yeah, height, weight, wingspan. Nice. And arm length. Nice. What did you measure out at? What was your height and weight there? Um, height, six th- uh, just over 6'3", weight 237, and um, arm length, I think I had 34 on one arm, and then altogether 70, just over 77 inches. That's awesome. I believe that's about the same as what we had you guys at, what we had you at the uh, at the showcase, which is good to, good to hear that we were accurate with our records um so tell us about that man i mean it's there's been i don't know of anybody first of all let's go back i mean you play for fredonia um Uh fredonia has gone between class c and class b in upstate new york am i correct on that that they've sort of gone back and forth with different class sizes oh yeah we've we were down in class c a few years ago and then we went up to class b um and then now we're down in class c for this year that's it's awesome man You're, you're talking to a you're talking to a coach who currently coaches in double A ball, but grew up in, in class C, class D, and then coached in class D for a few years. So I've got a lot of pride in the fact that, uh-huh. you know, there should be no bias in uh, what size school you play for. If you can play the game, you can play the game. So, man, I'm, it makes me extra, extra excited to know that you got invited to one of the top programs in the entire country over the last 20 years, if not further. Um, yeah. It's amazing. I mean, I, I just, I'm, I'm amazed by, uh, I'm excited that Coach Flood, you know, has the pride in coming up in Long Island and then coaching in Rutgers to to uh, have that vision to continue to try to help guys like you uh, out. So tell us about your program in Fredonia. Um, we have been working since about the beginning of February. We do workouts three times a week, mm-hmm. Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Yep. And then every other day that we're not doing the workout, the trainer that's there that does our workouts um, – is a trainer at our local gym and I go down there and I train every other day just exclusively like one-on-one with him so you're putting in the time I mean are you putting in a oh yeah you're putting in time with your team you're putting in time with a trainer um do you play any other sports um I do wrestling over the summer that's over awesome the win- like in the winter and then I do summer wrestling too oh very what just weight class do you, do you wrestle are you unlimited I, I, I you know I cut down to 224 the wrestling oh good for you you've yeah. done that your whole life or for a long time um I've been doing wrestling. I can't. Um, I had to make the choice in eighth grade between because I did wrestling and basketball. Yeah. And I wanted to see which one would help me more for football, and I knew that wrestling is the way to go. So football is your dream. You want to play college football. Yeah. And do you have dreams of playing in the NFL? Um. Yeah, we got to work to get there first. First, we just got to get the good uh, get to a good college that's going to give me places, and then NFL from there. What are you looking for from a college? Uh, it has to feel like home. I have to, the all the coaches and all the players all have to work together, and we all have to just feel like we're a family. That's awesome. Is that what uh, Coach Sherlock and the guys at Fredonia make you feel like? Oh yeah, we're all a family here. That's awesome. I, I just saw a post this morning about you guys going out and doing uh, some community service work. Tell us about that. Oh yeah, we went around. We picked up uh, garbage over um, every like our whole town got into it. There's like 300 people. And we all, everyone was signed like a street or like a block. We went around. We had on our team probably like 10, 15, 20 kids. That's we awesome. Up and went around and cleaned up. 
Who organized that? Um, it was the Fredonia Police. Our wow. police department did. Very cool. And they're connected with Coach Sherlock, and you guys got that connected. And uh, yep. that's great, man. It's uh, it's something that shouldn't be overlooked. And, you know, having watched your tape and, and had you over at the showcase and everything, you play a, a very competitive physical brand of football on both uh-huh. sides. Um, do you project yourself playing at the tight end spot in college? Yeah, that's where I'm looking for. Good. And is that how is that what Alabama brought you down to recruit you? Yeah, uh, he with? brought me. Yeah, he brought me down for tight end. Most uh, I don't have too much film on the tight end because we had a really good running back this year. Yeah, you did. But he sees all the he sees all of our work that um, like the potential for it, and he sees like me on the defensive side of the ball. And he says it helps a lot because he's saying he sees me as a person who's going to be able to be physical out there and not just a big wide receiver, person that's actually going to get in there and like make good blocks and be tough no doubt i mean if you watch you know a tight end highlight from anybody you know around new york or across the country sometimes guys are putting too many catches on there anyway like as far as i'm concerned if i'm if i'm evaluating a kid i want to see a good catch i want to see a very good drive down block maybe a kick out block something where we we can see multiple phases of the game really early in that highlight because a college coach is going to watch tape for – they'll watch the first few plays. If they're not sort of in awe from it, they may not continue to watch it, especially if they only see, you know, from a wide receiver or tight end standpoint, if they see yeah. a, a wide-open catch, that's great. But, man, if they see a mauling block in one of the first two plays and then they see a really difficult catch over the middle in traffic, you know, there's a couple of yeah. times you catch the ball, getting your hands way away from your body, reaching out and, to go, and you go get it. And those are great looks. Um and we see you finishing off blocks and that kind of thing. And those are just you, – you're only going to get the chance to do that again now your senior year. Um, yeah. Tell us about your teammates, man. What does your team mean to you um, when you're in the locker room? Are you a captain on the team? Yeah. So you're a captain. So tell us how you lead. Um, I'm more of a set-by-an-example kind of guy. Everyone sees me, and they're it's like whatever he's doing, we should do. So it's a lot of pressure on me to like make sure I'm doing the correct thing and make sure that I'm putting in the work that everyone can – like look up to me as so you do you sense that responsibility and you and you you embrace that yeah i also help a lot of people it's not just me because you can't win it you can't win games with just one person so i'm sitting i work with the people that are first second year players make sure they're doing everything right before i'm actually like because i think that coaching and helping others is helping you remember and go over all your like analyze all your moves man that's a great perspective and not everybody has that so it's it's a great uh thing to take with you when you get into your senior year and um mm-hmm. so your trip to alabama let's let's go back to uh let's dial back to that so you flew in and i mean just tell it oh, just take us you, oh you drove, drove you drove yeah, 14 hour drive <laughs> that's impressive that's impressive take us through yeah. it take us through what's going through your mind from start to finish well i didn't want to get like caught up inside like the actual moment so it was more like uh I just treated it like it was, I was down to business as any other visit. Good. So I went through there. We walked around, and I made sure I took in everything, but also took down mental notes, yeah. what they do. They actually had me go into a tight ends meeting, their position meeting. Yeah. I sat inside the back, watched what they were doing, and then I went to the offensive meeting before their scrimmage. They talked about what they were doing. We talked about what they expected from the players. Mm-hmm. We went over film and all that. So what do they expect from guys like you? Um, Lots of – um. They want me at the what they see me as like an H back. What they have is a, it's like a fullback tight end mix where we're 
lots of pulling, reach blocks, sure. get around the outside, being mm-hmm. able to move um, laterally but also vertically. Split zone and leading and yeah. that kind of stuff. Outstanding. Yeah, it's shorter routes, like um, just like sleep routes, kind of just like come back blocking and then coming out for like a drag. Yeah. Like a shell of drags. Like Alabama yeah. slash uh, the Rams. I mean, the Rams love their split zone, uh, you know, techniques, yeah. and they split zone. The guy will leak out into the backfield or out of the backfield is sort of an arrow route off play yeah. action. So that that's outstanding. That's interesting that they see you that way. Um, it's very similar to a tight end spot, but they must see that you're willing to, you know, make some some physical physical blocks, but also be smart enough to handle multiple formations and different looks and everything, which says a lot. It says a lot. So yeah. so you sat in film room. What else did you guys do? Um, we sat inside the film room and then we went over. Um, we got we had our own like tour guide and she took us around the campus. She showed us all the academics, explained to us all of the buildings. We took a bus around, watched, look, went through the whole um, university, and then we went up inside the president's suite, had a buffet of food, and we got inside the president's suite and watched some like the first half of the practice, and then we went down to the field. And then we watched the second half of the scrimmage down there. What was that like? Oh, it was crazy. The atmosphere down there, just such a big stadium and mm-hmm. being able to be 200, like 100 feet in front of the best inside the nation. I mean, can you see yourself playing there? I actually, like, I actually could. Like, over the stuff that we were looking at, it actually, I, like, fit right in with all the blocks that they're doing, all the routes. Good. I like it. And uh, tell us about the coaching staff. You know, how much interaction did you have with the coaches other than Coach Flood? Um, other than Coach Flood, Coach Banks, inside the position being, I had a pretty good conversation with him. Mm-hmm. We just went over right when we came in. We talked a lot about food because the South likes <laughs> food. But, uh, um, yeah, they're all the best guys down there. They all have good character, and they embrace themselves. Yeah, and, I mean, Alabama is one of the you know top, top programs in the country in every way, right? So recruiting is just one of those facets. But – I have to imagine that it be it's very challenging to get an invite to a spring practice or a spring game of any kind. So it's a huge honor for, for you to, to yeah. have that. And I can really appreciate your uh, maturity and, and how you approached it. I mean, you don't sound like a, you don't sound like someone completely awestruck. You sound like someone who's going down there to ask questions and pay attention and listen, which from a coaching, a coach's perspective, uh, yeah, it's it's a very it's a good sign for you. Um, mm-hmm. If you get an offer from someone like from someone like Alabama, is this a uh, or if you don't, what, what's your what's your approach to your senior year? Let's let's say your summer. What's your approach to the summer? Do you have other visits you plan on taking? Um, and uh, what's your what's your approach here? Are you going to take things as they go, or do you have a goal or, or a plan coming coming up? I have a few camps laid out, like UConn's UNLV. I'm going to the Alabama camp and the UB camp. It's just to get my name out there and show what I have and then see where that takes me from there, see if I can get any offers and see how big of schools I can get and wherever feels best. Yeah, so if, you, if you're comparing, you know, schools, uh, what, what are you looking to major in? Um, sports science or just anything that's at the medical field, health science. Interesting. So you're strong in your biology courses? Oh, yeah. Awesome. I love biology. What's your current GPA? Um, it's a, about 3.7. 3.7. That's outstanding. That, that, you know, the, the number of doors that, that can open up for you, um, wherever you do end up, you know, uh, a 3.7 helps so much. And I hope people are listening and, and, you know, prospects are paying attention that it sounds like you're taking care of your physical self, your, your training, 
Um, sounds, you must be taking care of nutrition to be at the weight that uh-huh. you're at, to be able to move the way you're able to move and to run a 40 the way you're able to run it um, at your size. Um, and, you know, to be 237 pounds, you know, over 6'3", it's just something that doesn't come around that often. Then you add the fact that you're taking care of your business in the classroom shows that you really are more of a college mature uh, style high school player, uh, which a lot of people can learn from. What would you tell someone who's listening that um, what can they learn from from you, uh, a, a younger prospect? Um, get your name on. You always have to work hard. You have to treat school like it's another like how you, how you handle business on the field is how you're supposed to handle school. Treat it like a game, and you just have to get your work done. You have to work hard. Every mm-hmm. test, every class, you have to pay attention, and it's not something that. It's not like you just, you're going through school just to get to practice. It's school is one thing, and then you go on to practice. Yeah. And uh, so what else? Tell, tell us about uh, Coach Sherlock. It, you know, what are some of his uh, things that he sort of hangs his hat on when he coaches you? And you've been, you've been a part of the varsity team, what now? This is your third year? This would be my third year. Third yeah, year. So, a sophomore. so what's he like, and what, what, is the, what are the coaches like? What is the program like in general? What, what are going to be your takeaways when you go to play somewhere else? You're going to look back and you say you played for these guys. What is it, what's it going to be that you bring with you? Yeah, Coach Sherlock and our whole coaching staff is, they're not uh, very, like they get to the point and they make sure we're perfection. We're working perfect. We're working our routes. We're not, um, everyone at the practice, there's no time for lollygagging. It's all get to the point. We're here to work and we're getting stuff done. So there's a lot. It's very, uh, when you're in season, you have the whole team that's like, focus the whole season it's not like people are just going around partying it's everyone's focused 24 7 even the people who don't get in um even the people that don't get in to really work with all that like a second team or like even farther than that they're still putting in the work because he he sees our we're only as strong as our weakest players so the people on second team are training the people on first team i appreciate that um well, listen, uh, that, that's great stuff. So tell us a little bit more about um, what can you tell us about the uh, going back to, you know, being at Fredonia. Tell us what, what is it like when you guys – did you guys make the sectionals last year? Um, we lost one game out of the Ralph. You guys, so in, for, in the opening round of sectionals? Um, I, don't, I don't know if it would be considered sectionals. We lost in the class – B three would it be finals? Okay, got it. How many games did you play total last year? Um, nine. Nine games. Yeah, nine. Man, yeah. we wish we we had more games. Uh, you know, going. We wish we had a few more games. You know, going into in New York State. You think we should yeah. be able to be able to play more games in our state? Oh yeah, I believe it's a huge. Like schools that play more have a huge advantage because they get all together. They get a whole nother season to play. Yeah, they're playing fourteen games, fourteen games a year, and then they're going into things. We were talking about with Coach Flood. He's like, it's a disadvantage, but recruiters take that into, like he was saying, they take that into perspective. And they like, they know that you guys are playing less games and they're more looking for potential. Yeah. Yeah. Good recruiters, good college coaches, they, they look for potential, which is, it's just what I do. I mean, it's, I'm looking around the state going, you know, however recruiting's been done, you know, I'm sure it's been, there's been a lot of people trying to help recruiting for, the last 20 plus years, but you know, we don't want to miss the, the Jake Skinners of the world. And we don't be, because of the, the size school they play in or the number of games they play. Yeah. Um, we don't, we're just trying to give everybody a fair shake. And um, it's been really fun, you know, getting to know you 
seeing you compete at the at the showcase and everything um you, you were a presence and you made a a big impression on um the Molinich uh family i mean they've got coach glenn Molinich and coach uh, keith Molinich, both um you know pittsburgh guys uh coach glenn's now out in the buffalo area coaching at a private school but you know you made gr- a great impression on those guys and, and all of us uh, in the way you compete and how coachable you were and uh we just wish you the best of luck and look forward to following you you know during your season and hopefully hearing more news about your summer yeah so good luck jake thanks so much for calling in yep thank you all right take care jake bye-bye all right, you too bye-bye prospect new york state podcast is brought to you in part by game breaker as coaches we are always trying to create a safer environment for our players everyday coaches from youth to college are turning to game breaker to protect their players for seven on seven summer workouts and non-contact practice drills game breaker is powered by d3o military grade foam and is the only soft shell headgear company to achieve a five-star rating by virginia tech helmet labs Check out why the best high school teams in the country are turning to GameBreaker. For more information, email Chris B at GameBreaker.com or visit GameBreaker.com. Protect the players. Protect the game.